today, everybody, we're going to be talking about a film that is in probably one of my favorite film genres of all time, horror. And this film just so happens to be the latest horror film of the year, or rather 2022 and now 2023 as a released in the Philippines, because just so happens that one of our homegrown talents just so happens to be one of the main cast members of this film that was made in the UK. And this film, of course, is Nocebo, starring Eva Green, Mark Strong, and our very own Chai Fonashir. Everybody and welcome back to the Couple Geek Podcast. I am Blake Salcedo, aka Aqua Blake, and of course with me is our Night of Fun and Geeky Pinoy. Guys, make yourselves known. Night of Fun. Okay, sige. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I am your Night of Fun, and uh, you can find me on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter. Pero sa Twitter, I am your Night of underscore Fun. Um, I do a lot of comic book and movie reviews on my social, so check my 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 short but sweet reviews on on those platforms the person who always gets cancelled. So, <laughs> you can find me on TikTok, on YouTube, on Instagram, and the trending cancelled people. I'll be number one soon. Gigipinay. Napaisip tuloy ako. Is there a, a view on TikTok that my top trending, pero ang top cancelled. Uh, top cancelled. I'll make sure to be number one. Okay? I'll make sure to get, be trending always. Sino pa bang kailangan kong... Ano pa bang fanbase ang dapat kasagasaan? K-pop. Just go comment down below. Twice versus Marvel. Ano? Let's go. Blackpink versus DC. I'll I'll do that for you guys. What an intro. Alright, okay. Alright, okay. Okay, we're off to a good, sc- we're off to a good start. Alright. Okay, so today, everybody, we're going to be talking about a film that is in probably one of my favorite film genres of all time, horror. And this film just so happens to be the latest horror film of the year, or rather 2022 <laughs> and now 2023 as a release in the Philippines, because just so happens that one of our homegrown talents just so happens to be one of the main cast members of this film that was made in the UK. And this film, of course, is Nocebo, starring Eva Green, Mark Strong, and our very own Chai Fonashir. Guys, you like horror movies? I don't. Billy <laughs> Sen. Uh... <laughs> okay, let me let me give you a. Actually, I have a para a seasonal, uh, seasonal liking for uh, for horror movies. Um, I remember. I think I I. I I did a marathon, a movie marathon of the Saw movies. 
But that's mm-hmm. ano, that's a, a, a slasher horror movie. But I tried mm-hmm. to do a marathon of the paranormal bleh, paranormal activity. Hindi ko kaya. So I in terms of horror movies, I have a specific genre, a subgenre. So slasher films I, I can did. handle. Um trailer yung mga yung mga psycho trailer films kaya ko. Pero if if meron na siyang mga multot mga ano, mga nagpaparamdam I try not to ano, I try not try to stay, stay away from those types of movies. So I, I have not watched Conjuring, I've not watched Annabelle, no. But I've watched Megan. <laughs> I watched Yosibo and recently I've watched Bodies Bodies Bodies. So there. I have medyo ano a, a, a little bit ano, uh, okay lang sa akin yung horror. My specific subgenre lang na ako pinipili. <laughs> <laughs> Ikaw, oh, no. ano, uh, I actually hated horror before dahil kay no uh, kay Canoli <laughs> sa magandang gabi ba. Una yan. Ay, <laughs> hindi siya horror movie kasi do, totoo daw yun eh. Hmm. So I hate those before and then my love for horror story started again when The Ring, uh, uh Conjuring, tiba na karon yan ng ano eh, ng certain uh, jan- um blast ng puro horror movies. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, mga first year high, uh, college ako, second year college. Mga ganyan. Dami niyan. Um, and then, medyo, medyo nag-stop ako mag-watch ng horror when I was already dating my wife right now, yung wife ko, because she totally hates it. <laughs> Sabi nga niya sa akin, Ay, bakit ako manonood ng something na <laughs> sisiranulang araw ko? Parang gano'n. So, sige, okay, ID, huwag tayo manonood. Ako, ako I have so, a, we have a rule with my wife when we watch horror. Panonoodin naman siya during the day. Hindi pwedeng last full show. Anyway. <laughs> then, then, recently, yun nga, unti-unti, and, ayan, Yun sa akin. I, I, there's like a love-hate relationship of <laughs> horror movies sa akin. Well, I for one love horror movies a lot. It's like my bread and butter. And now, this film, Nocebo, is actually a supernatural and psychological mm-hmm. horror film. Which tends to hap- uh, happen a lot. Because a lot of supernatural horror films tend to work best when it always has an added flair of psychological horror as well. Now, of course, the story itself is of Eva Green, who her character Christine is going through some afflictions that she's having after some something terrible happens. Ooh, spoilers! <laughs> and now she has this maid who comes from the Philippines to try and help her through these ritualistic practices that some of you, or some of us in the Philippines, are very well aware of and know of. But mm-hmm. of course, some supernatural shenanigans happens and. A lot of things unravel. We're not going to spoil it because, you know, it's still <laughs> fresh. But we are going to talk about some plot details. So we might, yeah, we're going to talk about spoilers <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I think okay. we cannot so, not talk about some spoilers, but we'll try to uh, to yeah. minimize what we can what we can talk about. True, true. Okay, so first things first. With any horror film, the best thing or best way to rate or talk about a horror film is how was the horror of this film? So, how was the horror for Nocebo for you guys? Okay, I'll start. Being that I am also Bisaya and I speak the language and you hear a lot of of Bisayan words in the movie. 
um as a Bisaya speaking uh person it kind of the, the the dialogue or the, the the tension that was that the creators were trying to build in this movie um kind of took that away for me because i was kind of laughing in my head why why the design words were used but then again i have to respect the perspective of not just me as a bisayan viewer but because this is an international film people from around the world will be able to watch this so in their heads this might be a little bit scary it's it's not a language that they're familiar with um and it sounds a little bit creepy <laughs> so it 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 might be a little bit scary but personally because i'm i speak bisaya i was kind of laughing in my head why does this sound like this <laughs> but i'm not taking away the 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 horror behind it pero still it was good enough it was good enough ang talagang na gusto ko with ano with masibis it's not more of the ano Uh, it has a it has a story behind it has uh, it has urban legends and rituals that were not just made by by the director or by the the writer. There's really like history from it. Um, it's like pag nakita mo siya, ah, o oh, oh, talagang may ganyan talaga dito sa Philippines. Ah, uh, yes, talagang may mga ganyan talagang practices. Mm-hmm. But uh, it doesn't have that much jump scare. It doesn't have much, you know, parang like other horror films na uh, too much uh, parang gulat effect na. But it has a build-up of there's something that you need to be really afraid of. And it's not more of you being be, na kakainin ka at lalapain ka lang niya. <laughs> Hindi siya ganun eh. But it's more on It's more on suffering that you'll be getting or yung mga consequences na mga. So it's ano yung ganda ng build up nung uh, nung scare niya. And it's mm. something na dapat hindi ka mag-restroom. Although <laughs> takot na takot ka. <laughs> Ayaw mo mag-restroom kasi nga there's some elements that you might miss and you won't understand it in the long run. So yun. I mean, me personally, yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't really think it was scary per se, in mm. a traditional sense of a horror movie. Because, mm. like me, I don't like jump scares. I don't like jump scares in horror movies. I think they're a cheap tactic, mm. just to elicit a shock value. <laughs> And honestly, I'm glad that they didn't do a lot of jump scares in this. Hardly any jump scares, but. It's the way that they did the visuals. They were really creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say scary, but creepy and disturbing to a point that the fact that it's not just the fact that it looks otherworldly, but it's also the fact that this is real. This is these are things that actually happen or could happen. You see day to day if you're in the Philippines, but if like your other world, they're like, "Oh my god, it's so scary!" And we're just like, <laughs> "This is a this is a Tuesday." <laughs> for us I don't know you, but guys but yeah um and yeah that's all about as well because the horror may not have been as you know horrifying but the story <laughs> is what kept me engaged especially with everything building up uh, as you've said to what is about to be revealed what's about to happen 
And for me, I think the whole the story is the most terrifying thing. And like, because it hits close to home. It hits. It really hits close to home. Uh, one thing that I was really uh, happy about this film is um, you get to see. Okay, it's it's set in in if I'm not mistaken Ireland, so it's an Irish um, setting. Um, then you have Shepherd. I have I have a little bit of crush with Ava Green when I saw her in Three Hundred. So if you know what I mean, <laughs> and then and then you have a good actor in Mark Strong, deva. Right? Um, and then here comes Chai, the character of Chai, Diana. When she her presence in that movie is actually terrifying. She's kind of creepy in, in in a sense. So, um, she has this 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 smile that makes me not want to trust her. And that's what really, that's what's really interesting. The in the first act of this of the film, I was kind of looking at the plot, uh, trying to think about the plot and looking at it. Siguro si Chai ano yan, Parang she's really there to help. Parang nandun talaga siya para para tumulong. Alam alam ko may ano siya. She can be trustworthy, eh, pero I'm wrong. I was wrong. No, no, I was wrong. <laughs> you you'll find out in the second and third act na something's my backstory on kung, kung bakit. So, the whole, the whole film was me actually trying to find out si, can I really trust Chai or Diana? Can I really uh, believe in what Diana is selling Eva, the character of Evergreen Christine? Um, and all the time, titinan ko, baka naman kasi may ano siya, meron talang talaga siyang totoong, totoong motibo na talagang gusto talang talagang tumulong. Pero, Hindi pa rin merong may something eh may ewan ko dito eh para may misteryo pa rin si Ani si Diane so I think that's what kept me watching this film and to to have that pay off in the end is na satisfied naman ako na okay ito pa lang backstory niya ito pa yung nangyari kung bakit ito nangyayari sa sa buhay ni ni Christine and sa pamilya niya and kung bakit nandun sa Ireland si ano si si ano si Diana and yeah I, that that siguro yung concept kasi ng horror kasi diba is not really on the scares but more on the the exploration of your fears and putting them into a a platform to tell about it siguro ito it it talked about um yung fear ni ni Christine na na ano siya na she has this this background she has this memory of something that's really worst uh, na, that you can have as a as a person and as a as someone who is kumbaga, pushing for 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 something in your career pero meron kang tinatagong sikreto and then ay yung, yung fear mo na ma, malaman ng tao yung sikreto mo that's what's really ano driving this this story no so and that one i really appreciated it's a movie na to yung build ng ano yung build ng mga questions eh kada may nangyayari you always ask questions, baka ganito, baka ganyan. Bakit nandito ngayon si Diana? Out of nowhere, bigla siya nasa <laughs> doorstep ni Christine. Uh, Christine doesn't have any idea. Oh, iba, we don't have an idea na meron pala siyang history in the Philippines or uh, in, the, in the back of her business. Baga, there are a lot of questions that build up. And yung, ayun nga eh, 
uh, the good thing with this horror story is there are a lot of questions not scary wise as far as with the traditional horror siguro wala pa sa 50% para sa akin pero creepiness wise <laughs> more than a hundred. Nakita ko lang yung dog na maraming grapata. May July, sabi ko, out of... Naman, ito si Asong Askal, yung napunta ng Ireland. Sabi ko. Uh, o bagay, creepiness level niya, sobrang taas. Then yun yan, the build-up of the story. Ang galing. Kasi nga, it, it gives you a lot of question na in the end naman. Sabi nga ni Ray, Uh, you will be satisfied with the ending because it really gave a lot of answers do sa mga na-build mong questions. Yung hindi ka, hindi ka nabitin, but uh, parang alam mo yun, alam mo hindi tama yung ginawa ni Diana, <laughs> pero sabi yan, buti na, buti na lang. Parang, <laughs> it's the first time na parang kumampi ka pa dun sa, ano eh, kumampi ka pa dun sa gumamit ng bad elements, pero... Bilang Pinoy. <laughs> oh, bilang Pinoy. So, bilang Pinoy. It's not because... <laughs> so, yun nga. Pero ako, aminin ko, pinanood ko yung tanghalin tapat. So, hindi ko masasabing matapang ako. <laughs> pinanood ko yung tanghalin tapat. Okay. Yun. And another thing I want... Yeah, another thing I also want to talk about um, with the film, because of course, there are two worlds that the film features. You have You know, Christine's life and you have Diana's life. And of course, very separate locations. You have you know, Ireland and you have, you know, Philippines. And it, and of course, I, I don't want to talk about the Ireland. I want to talk about the Philippines part. <laughs> um, but no, no uh, on all seriousness, how did you, how did it feel like to see like Philippines being portrayed in that way in in a, in a way like that in the film do you think that um i mean of course like with all due respect the film was also helped made by the film development council yep. of the philippines so of course mm. they had a hand in shooting some of the scenes or rather all the scenes in the philippines along with the crew and production of the unit that was here but of course shooting it is different from presenting it so I gotta ask you guys, how did it feel, or what were your thoughts, initial thoughts, of how the Philippines was being presented in a foreign film? Do you think it was a disservice? Do you think it was true to life? Do you think it's a poverty porn thing? Or mm-hmm. is it... I was, yeah. No. yeah, actually, I was Or do you trying... think it's better than more films here? <laughs> when, we, when we talk about poverty porn, we have, we, even our local films have that, right? even independent films also have that. But the question is, the use of that um, element, uh, poverty and, and the likes, in the film, is it relevant to telling the story? And I think for this story, I think it is. Because we are talking about a a simple family uh, who is just trying to, to get by on a day-to-day basis. Um, they're trying to, the, the character Diane is just trying to look for a job, trying to feed her family. And... Um, Part of that, the message or the the the, the core that that the movie is telling us is, um, there's this there's this high demand for for fast fashion, for mm. for products that are that are uh, used for on a day to day basis. So where where do this big company source or find the find this I uh, know find these resources? So they look at our country. 
the Philippines, which is we can get the cheapest probably in terms of labor, uh, in terms of um, of getting the productivity, manpower. the manpower. So there's that that there's that message that this movie is sending. So I think the poverty porn that this movie is is showing, it's not really a disservice, but is an actual truth to the message that they're sending. What I see to it is, ano, yun nga, uh, like what Ray said, if it's, in, ano, nandun siya sa core ng story, uh, because yung pinaka-drive ni Diana is really vengeance, or really get back to Christine. And thinking ko, it will not, it will not have that bigger or big impact or the big emotion to get to that type of vengeance if it's not in that kind of setting. And yes, it's really happening in the real world. Hindi naman siya yung tipong halos kumakain ng na kaning baboy si Diane. <laughs> si Diana. Hindi naman uh-huh. to the point na nakatira talaga sila sa basurahan. Hindi naman siya ganun. Kumbaga, typical Filipinos who are trying working as off para mabuhay yung anak niya. It was, uh, it was, tingin ko, yun nga yung average living talaga ng Filipino. Hindi naman siya talagang kinunan sa squatters area. Hindi naman siya kinunan sa may tabi ng ilog na puro basura. Tingin ko, dun pumapasok yung poverty porn. If it's, it focuses on uh, the, yung pagiging third world ng Philippines. But uh, the life of Diana portrayed in the movie, for me, it shows that they're just trying to work a living. It just so happened na parang na-exploit talaga sila. And it's really happening in the real world or in true life, diba? Kaya um, big brands, sabihin na natin, like a lot of big brands from the Western countries are really outsourcing in uh, third world countries, not just in the Philippines, diba? May Vietnam, may China, where they're getting lesser expense as far as with manpower. And uh, I think kaya malaki yung hugot niya. Pero siguro, mm. ano eh, tayong mga Filipino ang titingin nun eh. Actually, tayong mm. Filipino medyo magiging critic nun. Are we being exploited? Are we, is this, dahil mahirap tayo, tayo yung nilagay dyan sa story na yan. Pero for, of course, for the Western countries, it's more on ano din, para, para sa nila is FYI eh. Ah, nangyayari pala talaga to. Kaya pala, mm. ano, so hindi pala, you know, mga ganito. Kasi diba tinatanong nila, saan ina-outsource mga ganyan, nalalaman talaga sa mga countries na tulad natin. And, ang concern ko lang talaga nung una, baka mamaya maapektuhan yung mga OFW natin. Baka unang, unang tanong, alam mo ba yung ano, Do you know, uh, do you know you, how to do Philippine voodoo? Do you know how to <laughs> fish wish? <laughs> Pero I think ano, it's it's on the ano, it's on the it's on the thin line din talaga of getting to poverty. Pero kasi kubaga pasok pa rin siya story as far mm-hmm. as with how I understand. True. I I agree. I agree. It's like it's it's very important to story, and yeah, as you know, you said. Um, also relates as well to fast fashion, and then there's also things about you know, colonialism and how the exploitation of 
um, for example, Southeast Asian countries being used by Western countries for products and all these things, services that still happen to this day, but, you know, terrible injustice <laughs> that I'm glad that the film was able to explore this and bring it more in light. A lot of films have, like, explored this. But then, like, um, but it's only very rare that a foreign film, a Western film, would explore those very themes that we, so many of our Filipino films, have been trying to do many years. And, you know, it's a great success as well in the mind. But for one of my last questions, and this, I've noticed something. This is technically in the technical aspect of the film. And also relating to other films that feature the Philippines, like, for example, Sibo and Golden Holiday, which is a South Korean film that was shot in the Philippines. There is a very big difference of how Filipino films are made that show the Philippines and foreign films that show it that it's just very different in mm -hmm. terms of quality. That some on the internet have said, wow, my Philippines looks so great, looks so amazing. Like, it, it looks so HD, but then <laughs> compare that to local films, it's <laughs> less than favorable when there's a comparison. So, I don't mean to bring this kind of topic up, but do you think that foreign film, like, do you guys think that foreign films, like, for example, Nocebo, show or shoot or present the Philippines aesthetically better than we do um it's not really how okay for for nocebo i think it was shot really good um you would have to look at the the way that the cinematographer uh put the the the, the frames in, in terms of shooting what is uh in the philippines in and versus what what we, what we can see in ireland in the, in the movie um and I think if if I was the the one holding the camera, um, the movie made better. Shempre, shempre magaling yung ano yung cinematographer don, di ba? Pero you have what you have all the elements to to tell the story from the nocebo point point of view, um, to 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 showcase or not not really to showcase but to really tell what is happening, uh, in terms of the labor situation in the Philippines. And I think that's what the the cinematography is is telling us but if you look at the way that our other films local films have been handling cinematography i think we've been re doing really good i watched the big night just the other just a few days ago and this is the first time that i saw the big night i was impressed with the with how this the the, the film was made it's a very uh, low budget film you only have probably the budget went to the the stars that were showcased in that film it's really low budget, but the camera work, even if it's showcasing the the slums, was really effective. And I really like how the camera was taking me and leading me to the story. Um, also, a few days ago, I also watched Bardo by uh, Inaritu. Which, mm. if you know Inaritu, he has the 
the probably the most spectacular cinematography movements cinema camera movements ever in probably in in what from in history um and it's beautiful as well because just do just the camera moving from point a to point b continuous movement from point a to point b, b and and showcasing what's around the surroundings i think we are at par in terms of the cinematography we can do what foreign films can do it's just that we don't have to limit ourselves to probably the slums in whatever we can probably look at the provinces the some of the scenic uh areas in the provinces and maybe showcase our our country there as well so it's it's really camera work but not really um but we and we can we can still do or kaya natin lumabad in terms of ano, in terms of cinematography uh versus other foreign films oh so what i understand with uh cinematography it's ano, almost the same elements with photography it would really uh uh the power is really on how in the eyes of the person holding the camera or holding the uh yeah the uh, equipment so it will really boy of course if you really already have a very good story very good uh story to tell and uh the communication between the writers the director and now the cameraman or kasi diba gumagawa naman sila ng ano ba tawag dito parang panel panel storyboards mm. eh. kumbaga they already have an idea how, how the shot will be made or how the scenes will be should uh, look when it comes to the video na so doon pa lang napaplancha na nila but uh, i i agree with Ray. uh we are improving in terms of cinematography uh, there are a lot of movies na sobrang simple lang pero dahil hindi lahat naka-focus sa uh, sa slums ng Philippines, sa mga drug addicts, sa mga, <laughs> sa mga beggars. Hindi, oh my God, there are a lot of movies like, sabihin natin, ano ba yung kay Angelica Panganiban, pati kay Carlo Aquino? Yung, yung ano, that thing called Hana. Oh, diba? <laughs> uh, that one was very simple story, mm-hmm. but it showcased a lot of the country, the Sagada, the Baguio. There are a lot of Uh, you know, parang, ay, alam mo na, siyempre, bilang Filipino, alam na kagad natin, ay, bagay yan, malamig, maganda. And a lot of foreign, uh, foreign tips naman din na, wow, it's really good, alam ko lang the Philippines, hindi pala nakakatakot, hindi pala siya, hindi <laughs> pala, hindi naman sila mukhang third world. So, it, uh, it would really rely on the person, una sa story, and then, to the people holding the camera. And, hopefully, hopefully, Uh, will still be good uh, bo- bawasan lang yung mga ano politika <laughs> sa ano sa saka, ano, movie industry saka saka product placements na mm, awkward na hindi <laughs> ano <laughs> na hindi dapat na, na hindi dapat na. okay lang naman may product placement wag lang maging awkward like there's this film na nandoon si John Lloyd na I think kasama si ano si si Leon si si Jenny I forgot the name pero simple ng ganun lang niya lang kamay alam mo na <laughs> alam, alam ganun lang oh, tapos oh alam ko yan alam alam, alam ko anong brand yan <laughs> eh wag masyadong ano 
Huwag masyadong exposed or masyadong obvious. Masyadong <laughs> obvious yung product placements. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, get, we'll get there. I think we'll get there. It's, ano, marami, as far as with, ano, the films that we're getting right now, hindi naman siya lahat sobrang sablay. Uh, things are improving. Hopefully, sa series din natin. Mm-hmm. Oy, I think, my, there's this new series, diba? Mukhang maganda yung ano, feedback. And Maria Clara na Ibarra also, ano, maganda yung ano. Ano ba yun? Yung, yung dirty linen ba yun? Parang dirty linen. Dirt, it's get, it's dirty getting, linen ano, it's getting a lot of oh, nari, Lumabas na rin sa newsfeed ko yun. Sige, Alright guys, to wrap this up, <coughs> this next, this last topic is something a little bit personal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, since I'm in the same field of this. Um, but of course, the highlight of the film has is definitely Chai Farashir, an actress from the oh. Philippines who is not considered as big as, let's say, Liza Sobrano and Nadine Lustre, yet she was chosen for the film. And to give background, she's uh, not one to play typecast role. She would refuse to play a maid because, of course, she doesn't want mm-hmm. to get typecast. But and she was able to manage to get this role in a major foreign film with mm. Eva Green and Mark Strong, <laughs> and it just goes to show. Um, and I want your thoughts on this. Uh, I'll I'll give my thoughts on this as well because there are a lot of Filipino actors in the country that are very talented, very you know, you know, very rich with skill and talent. Yet, a lot of people would feel this, and it's been proven already with Dolly, Chai, and many others before them, that they're not given their proper due in the Philippines. Yet, in other countries, they seem to be much more appreciated, which is sad, but <laughs> it's it, which also, funny enough, ties into the film Nasibo, where you take something from the Philippines, and then they make it into something a bit more welcoming or rather just consumer friendly so to speak in other countries so yeah how what do you guys think of that honestly i i think it's the it's the problem with our audience <laughs> we are we are uh we are a very massa audience and uh whatever pleases the massa um is what will click so you have beautiful faces that really uh are shown in the in the in what they call this yung prime time during prime time uh or sa, ano, sa tv uh but at the same time when you you know hindi naman binayaan in terms of ganda at ganda ng katawan napupunta naman sa ano standards uh, pag hindi naman oh, pag hindi naman siya dumataas ang, ang ano ang level in terms of beauty standards they task type sa ano comedy di ba or they can probably play well sa comedy and yung mga hindi naman katalinuhan ganun din napupunta sa comedy <laughs> um but i guess that's that's how we ano we we perceive our ano our celebrities our actors and actresses but if you look at naman yung especially the the, the independent films yung mga ano lang yung mga uh, pinapakita sa mga film festivals hindi naman ito yung mga big ano rin eh big stars eh some of them are really actually really good 
in terms of portraying the, the roles that are given to them. Only that, hindi lang sila click to the general audience, which is the masa. So, medyo ano lang tayo. We just need to lessen ano, junk food. <laughs> and uh, eat more ano, go grow and glow foods. Kasi, ano, it's, cinema is also like ano, food. Uh, we love to get the, ano, the usual ones that we get every day. Na easy to digest, easy to get, mm. pleasing sa ano, pleasing sa eyes, mm. pleasing sa ano. And then uh, we get, we take for granted those talents na we na pag nagkaroon na siya ng click from the other countries, oh, proud Pinoy na bigla tayo. So that's sad. Yeah. That's sad in a way na we just became proud dahil na, na showcase na siya by other countries. But uh, when we when they are here, we don't, ano, we don't uh, give them much attention. So hopefully, uh, we'll get more. Uh, ako nga, uh, I'm not sure if there's like an award-winning uh, group where they really focus more on independent films. Na talagang ano yung alam ko si Malaya is mm-hmm. doing that before. Marang hopefully they'll get more of that. Kasi ako personally, I, I'm a big fan of Cinemalaya. Like, uh, if I can buy a CD, I buy a DVD of Cinemalaya before I do that. But, uh, but I'm happy. I'm, of course, I'm happy for Chai, for Dali. Uh, dati close kami. Siyempre, ngayon, iba lang yun. Uh, like Steven Spielberg, kapitbahay ko yan. Kumbaga, ano, I'm happy for them. Pero, <laughs> Kasi that's, that's the sad thing about Filipinos. Eh. We appreciate them when they already get or they get appreci- appreciated outside of the country. Doon lang tayo so, na proud. But, uh, oh. Unlike uh, we don't hone we don't hone the popularity here then go abroad. Uh, popular muna sila sa ibang bansa hmm. bago natin siya na-appreciate. Parang, ano, parang it, that's sad. The concept of having a local mill or factory of really talented people and then saka mo siya i ano export abroad it's not really a concept that we have na parang okay we just build talent here if number one number one probably some talent but not at the maximum pretty face pwede ka na uh, yung mga with talent naman pero not as much pretty face o pwedeng ano na side character pwedeng pwedeng extra or whatever pero not really pushed forward. And I think, I'm not sure if, 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 talagang ganun, talaga rin culture, culture natin na, uh, yun yung de-digest natin on a day-to-day basis when we, when we watch the TV. Diba? And we can't blame them. Diba? Even in Hollywood, mm-hmm. syempre, nandyan din yun si, si Angelina Jolie, si Brad Pitt rin. Eh. <laughs> true, true. Well, Hopefully, there's more diversity in the talent pool, or rather, the public perception of talents and actors in the Philippines, because, guys, come on, support local talent. Otherwise, yeah. we'll go to Europe or America. <laughs> Isa's in America. She ain't coming back. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, I think that's just about it. I mean, the movie's a pretty short movie. The majority of um, 
everything that's there is mostly basically covered. Um, although it's still I do, in the cinemas, right? No Lana, still in the cinemas. No longer in the well, cinemas Lana. by the time of this recording. Nah, yeah. That's a very limited Ayo. run. <laughs> but again, watch out but, for it uh, no, sa streaming. So uh yeah. hopefully it is, it, it is gonna be out on streaming, guys. Yo, yun. Saan nga? Sa, I think Prime. It's not yeah. Prime. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. I think Prime is a good know. Prime and you know the legal means to watch films yep. online, Please. guys. <laughs> not the illegal means. Not no. Copy no. <laughs> online, and it's on YouTube. But don't go to YouTube. <laughs> so, even if you're watching this on YouTube, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know Anyways, <laughs> all right. Um, yep, this has been the podcast. We were just talking about this Evo. Of course, I have been Aqua Blake Blake Salcedo. You can always find me on TikTok, Facebook, IG. And probably in a corner trying to think of a new horror film to write for the Philippines. I don't know, maybe. Um, <laughs> watch Bodies, Bodies, Bodies guys, if you watch it already. Or if you have not watched it yet. It has an ending. It, it has a WTF ending. <laughs> I gotta watch it. I got so much <laughs> horror films to watch. Alright, guys. Take them home. Take them home. Alright, okay. so, right, yeah. yeah, Go. Go no. Yiki ah. <laughs> Pinoy. All right. So yeah, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, and again, uh, seamless plug plug on uh, the Ant Man, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. We're gonna have a block screening. TikTok PH will be there. So North Edsa uh, that will be on February 15, 6 p.m. Tamaba, if I'm not mistaken. But on February 15, uh, you can go to our Facebook page. Uh, you can register there and see you guys there on SM North. February 15th. Nice. Salamat Noah and ako naman si Ray and I'm your Night of Fun and you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook and on Twitter I am Night of underscore Fun. And by the way, sa TikTok, I'm gonna hit a milestone very soon. I'm just 80 followers more to, re- to reach 10k. So if Ooh. by this week uh, maabot ko yung 10k, I'm gonna do a giveaway. I'm gonna announce a giveaway sa next episode na Cup of Geek. So, abangan nyo ng Geek yung announcement. Hindi kayo kasama dyan. Ang tayo eh. I'm gonna give some uh, probably some toys and comics in a in a beautifully oh. packaged ano, uh, uh, Night of Fun Baul. <laughs> Yan, abangan nyo announcement. When we when we reach that milestone. All right, all right, all right. Anyway, guys, anyways, guys, we have been the Cup of Geek Podcast. Remember, have fun, stay safe, lock your doors, don't watch horror movies at night unless you're the type of people that like to watch horror movies at night. And yeah, go watch more horror films, guys. Yes, let's go. Make sure to bat your dog. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha